Fuck. I want to play that. <laughs> you realize it's not going to live up to expectations. I don't care. You get to pee. I, that's what I hear. <laughs> Start by peeing. Press R trigger to, Press R to pee. To pee. Yes, awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. It used to be space bar, but now it's... Well, uh, no, but the, the Xbox right trigger is analog. Do you think like you can adjust the, <laughs> the screen? Just the flow. Oh, my God. Damn, I pissed in my cigar. <laughs> That guy was taking pictures, like, at the booth, like, the voice actor for Dude. Oh, he was there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy shit, he used to do my outgoing message. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What if he'd take 20 bucks to do my outgoing message on my phone? from the Penny Arcade Expo in Seattle, Washington. I actually got so angry at this game, I threw the controller down. You didn't bite it like like I would have done? No, that thing's nasty, dude. PAX Prime 2010. Mega Man had the cover with the guy who looks really constipated with a pistol in his hand. This is the After the Fact Podcast. Oh, so it's okay. in a golden tea machine with the little rollerball thing, and you throw, you know, you cornhole all day. All right, let's get this shit in gear. Cool. Welcome to episode 17 of the After Fact Podcast. Again, broadcasting from PAX uh, 2010, uh, Penny Arcade Expo. Woohoo! Yeah. Joining me today is Patrick. Hi. Uh, Grant Roberts. Hi. hi. And Leif Chappelle. Hello. How are you guys doing today? We're a little, I'm a little tired at least. A little tired. doing good. It was I good need show. like six more Red Bulls. <laughs> I don't think you need any more energy, sir. Shut up. I think you're Pax. just fine. I need more energy. <laughs> this place used to be fueled by Balls energy drinks. Yeah, I and, know. And now they can't because yeah, they have they vendors. No, yeah, they do. Oh. Balls? And, yeah. Yeah, oh, like literally around. there would be people like carrying around cases of balls and just handing it out to people for free or for like a dollar or whatever. And they can't do that because of the vending license that they have at the oh. convention center. Uh, you know, and it's really kind of sad. You know that from now on, like, the phrase carry they were people walking around carrying around cases of balls is going to be one of your bumper lines right good <laughs> <laughs> whatever i don't so like I, that image i, like, <laughs> I, I like, like drinking balls come on That's yeah good. um so we recruited random people for the show uh for the for the pax podcasts today's today's guests leif uh i met a long time ago you um are we, are we allowed to say where you work um, I sure. Uh, you work for Arena Net. Right? I do now. It's been like uh, three weeks, so <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I officially work there. But uh, it's still kind of like uh, in progress. Yeah, tenuous. Well, <laughs> it's not tenuous. I'm I'm there, <laughs> I'm there for at least six months. <laughs> yeah, as far as you know. <laughs> yes. All right, and uh, Grant, uh, I met you th- actually through your wife. That's true. Uh, Virginia is uh, the point of contact for us. And by the way, I saw her today, and she's another person that does not need more energy. No, that's true. That's ha- that's her default state is, you know, and 150%. nutballs just trying to talk to her. <laughs> like, wow. It's true. She is a very energetic woman. And, yeah. Uh, yes, it's true. And she was, uh, she was at PAX today. Uh, she had, like, nine badges for some reason. I don't know how that happened. But Wait, but badges for what? <laughs> Like actual, like she had a, a three-day badge and a three-day exhibitor badge, and I've got her oh. extra like three-day badge. 
and uh, collecting them all. And I so <laughs> I got one of her. Extra <laughs> Gotta get all the colors or something. She yeah. just ran into some guy, and she's like, "Here, you take my Sunday badge," and you know, so wow, yeah, that's that happened. Pretty impressive. So and but she's not actually working, so that's the best part. She's just going there and, and doing things. But yeah, yeah, that's her. That's my wife. Oh, she wasn't so, working. No. Oh, okay, but she was pimping the. She stuff. was wearing the Ion Polo shirt. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know how she got it, but she has her ways. I think. All right. <laughs> so, what do you do, Grant? I am uh, officially. My business card says lead content designer at the Amazing Society. Okay. And I. Oh yeah, Leif is pointing at my shirt. Uh, we we were showing <laughs> we were showing a game there. I will talk about it as much or as little as you would like me to host talk about. It, and it's kind of up to you. So yeah, it's it's. We were showing Superhero Squad online. It's kind of an MMO for all ages, and uh, we had a bunch of stations where you could play it, and it's cool. And it's going to be there tomorrow too. When are you going to put this up? This Today? should be up tonight. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, it'll be there tomorrow at booth thirty four thirty three. That's the last I'll shill for it because that's just really that's weird. That's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that uh, um, I actually met you originally because uh, I did your podcast. Uh, Grant does that's the... That's true. Does, did, does, <laughs> did the uh, the two versus two podcast. Um, Potentially a, more in the future. <clears throat> yeah. We did, uh, what, five, maybe five and a half episodes and then I just ran out of time to do it because mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't have an awesome, like, dedicated crew like you guys do, so uh, I can't do it as often as you. But It's it's mostly Luke powering the thing anyway yeah. so, <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. And conceptually, the, con- the the podcast was awesome. It was two, two usually two developers... To some degree, and to random video game player That's fans, right. it's it's a cool concept. But it was not necessarily <laughs> sustainable for that long because oh, uh, I just didn't know that many non-developers out in Seattle, so it was a little tricky. But yeah, and it, and I remember the episode that I was on. I derailed the whole goddamn thing. I don't so. even remember what we talked about, but yeah, there was some <laughs> derailing. Yes, but derailing is part of the charm, so it wasn't a big. That's the point of podcasts, right? Yeah. yeah, kind of, and that's why I like doing these for packs because we just we can just talk about talking yeah. about whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, sure. I I actually went to uh, Patrick and I went to the last panel that we went to today was podcasting how to podcast like a pirate and it was run by the guys that do two podcasts one of them was the geek box and the other one is rebel fm um i actually briefly very briefly spoke to anthony gallegos who works for ign entertainment and and does the geek box and he or not the geek he does rebel fm and he's on the some of the ign podcasts and uh it's it was nice to find out that uh they were the reason the the point of the panel was for podcasts that are not supported necessarily by a company, right? For individual people that are doing just a random show, and uh, it's nice to find out that they go through all the same bullshit problems that we go through. The only difference is that they have names that people recognize, so yeah, they've they got the built kind of a built-in yeah. listener base. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna try, you know, I'm gonna try and get him to to shill us on. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's cool. That'd be sweet. Sure. Our uh, Rebel FM. I doubt yeah. I could get IGN to, to get on board with that because they it. don't want anybody competing with their own <laughs> sp- yeah, no spate kidding. of podcasts. But um, well, yeah. I'm glad to hear that it was how to podcast like a pirate and not like... It, it seemed like they were trying to maybe get some confusion like, oh, I'm going to go there and learn how to talk like a pirate and have a cut list. It didn't feel like it was... It could have possibly been that, so I'm glad to hear that it was actually legitimate. It was legitimate. Okay. Um, it was funny because some... I was going to ask a question, but somebody else actually asked it before me, and they were like, "How do you, you know, how do you promote?" It was, was basically the gist of the question, and they were like, "Face Facebook and Twitter, <laughs> right?" Like, oh, and, we're doing that, and, and we're um, like, <laughs> "Okay, we're doing that." But the problem that I see with Facebook and Twitter right now, for us anyway, is that I can shill on Facebook all I want, but it's still my friends, right? Yeah. You know, it's still not outside of my right. social they have to circle. Pass it around and all. It's that. like a chain letter. 
that no one wants to send. <laughs> yeah, just make a py- pyramid scheme or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tell three of your friends. Yeah, and yeah I, I still have my my Facebook friends. You have a podcast? I've like posted it like seven or eight times. <laughs> yeah, but then again, like it sort of just gets lost in the the ether. So like if you don't see it within that thirty minutes. Depending on how many yeah, that's true. friends you have. You're not, you're not well, yeah. like and Facebook friends, gets yeah. finicky sometimes. It's like, I'm not going to show this to someone because I don't feel like it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and not and the um, the other part of it is the Twitter aspect, right? And I am not... I know Twitter in its basic form, but I am not versed in all of the random bullshit that people manage to figure out how to do with Twitter. No. Like, yeah, sure. Advertising shit by like, uh, hashtags and hashtagging shit. and randomly friend or randomly following people. And then at yeah. posting to them constantly to try and get other people to see the at posts and listen to your shit. Like, yeah, just like some, some <clears throat> crazy shit that you don't want to get involved with. Yeah, like really. I mean, Twitter. I get, Oh, go, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Twitter reminds me kind of, of like these panels at PAX where, like, you've got all these guys that want to ask questions and, like, want to, like, get in, you know? And there, there's always these guys that are just, like, constantly, like, grabbing at the stage. And that's, that's what Twitter yeah. reminds me of sometimes. <laughs> like, people, like, I'm friending you, so you should pay attention to me and you should look at this stuff and you should, you know, f- use my hashtag. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so you are the one survivor and the rest of the people that are at at and hashtagging you are fucking zombies that are clamoring <laughs> up the side of the building that yeah. you're stuck in. Sounds so, like you know. there could be some sort of meta game in here. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is Pax is all about the fucking meta games, man. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. see those guys like with the buttons it like oh, oh the win a prize. Intel stuff? Stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Or everybody that has infected on their badge or, or whatever. Or oh, like that was good for like them these... though. I mean that was the they got people paying attention to them. I know what that was all about, so good for them, even ah. if it was a little sketchy. You know? I have no <laughs> idea what it was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think it was for like an indie game called Plague and we had some recruiter okay. come up to us at the ah. booth and be like, These guys made a game, please give them a job or please buy their game and then they uh you know, they were handing out the uh the plague masks, you know, the face masks. Uh-huh. Oh, stuff. I thought people and were just wearing those because of last because year. Because of last well, year? Well, they were, but oh, okay. I mean, it was like, while you're wearing <laughs> them, you know, wear this with our logo on it. So May as well. You know, okay. So, twofer. That's yeah. kind of cool. I'll go for just a t-shirt, you know. That's, yeah. That's my style. I don't that's know. why half the people go to PAX, I think, to just, you know. They get their wardrobe for the next year. Yeah, that's exactly. what I bought. A, <laughs> I bought an empty backpack just to fill it with shirts and posters, so. Oh, you know, I, I I was trying to find a bag by the end of the day because I wanted to uh, uh, buy stuff and mm. I didn't have like a bag big enough because I got like the swag bag that they give, but it's like a little tiny. Oh, that thing. little plastic thing. Yeah, and you can't really fit anything you know other than what they already have in there in it. And, and the so handles was, tear off after like a half. Oh, day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. And so I was trying to go around like people are giving out bags all over the place, but this was towards the end of the day, so um, I was trying to find a bag and I. So oh, people were walking around with all these different types of bags, and Nintendo's giving out slime bags and all the stuff. And, so was just and so Kirby I, patches, I yeah, slime, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sporting one right now. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that game <laughs> so, is cute. Oh, it's, it's adorable. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so I was looking Sorry. for a bag, and uh, everyone was out, and so so my last resort was to go to the Alienware booth, and they had a thing where you had to stand in line and go to a computer and fill out like information about like. Are you more likely to buy Alienware after you've seen our That's presentation here? I'm like, no, not any more <laughs> likely than I have before. Uh, were you aware of our connection with Dell? I'm like, fuck no, I don't really care about Dell either. Are you more likely to spend four thousand dollars on a laptop <laughs> after that seeing glows. 
<laughs> that glows. That glows. Oh yeah, after really seeing our awesome stage where people play like Team Fortress Two, um, I I know what that game looks like. Yeah. and how it plays. It's not going to get much better on your computer. I'm put sorry. fucking Crisis up there and show me how it runs, and then <laughs> I'll see if I it makes it makes any difference. Well, not, not even Crisis. Crisis Two now, like that's that's yeah. the new benchmark or whatever. I don't know. Actually, Final Fantasy Fourteen seems to be more of a benchmark no for fucking giant computers because I yeah I can run Mass Effect Two on full specs. 60 frames a second gorgeous final fantasy 14 uh beta thing is like under 20 all the time it's ridiculous it's a i I can't get a good frame rate over like 10 they laser etch your name in alien speak (laughs) at the back of your (laughs) laptop that's not worth four thousand dollars oh man no so i was trying to get a bag um (laughs) (laughs) so i'm at the computer filling out their information (laughs) yeah um and and so at the end i didn't realize i thought they were just like giving you a choice of your swag because they had a water bottle they had a mug holder or something and a bag and you know those little like ones you wear like a backpack and i was like that's cool i can go to the concert not have to worry about jumping up and down um so i at the end it's actually a roulette type thing oh so Jesus. like you, you like an actual wheel i think i saw that well you, you it's it's a digital thing so you press a button oh. and then it makes a little graphic of wheels spinning what and not even a real wheel? and then it's like congratulations you win a water bottle i'm like um <laughs> so i was kind of hoping to get a bag um and so i managed to finagle my way into getting a bag and she's like don't tell anyone <laughs> now wow. i've told everyone on the internet <laughs> yeah i'll get a bag at alienware god i wish everyone on the internet <laughs> listened to this show <laughs> everyone i don't think i have internet. the bandwidth for that <laughs> alienware suing you would be one of those good problems I think. <laughs> good publicity yeah. yeah speaking of the swag bags i i actually um we put flyers for the for the show in the swag bags for classic gaming expo which we went to last month oh, and cool. uh we we did it also for we're going to do it for Pl- portland retro gaming expo which nice. is in two weeks nice i um, it cost me two hundred bucks and two thousand flyers for CGE. Cost me fifty bucks and a thousand flyers for Portland Retro. Mm. I tried to check into packs to find out how much it would cost to put flyers in the bags here. They wanted a thousand dollars and twenty five thousand copies of the flyer. Yeah. Oh dear lord. That's fuck that. The, like, our our <laughs> company actually paid a lot of money in order to put uh, card card game decks for like starter decks for the card game that we're working on into the into the yeah. bags and it cost a lot of money and they only did it for like the first 25,000 bags or something because it was so you know right it was ah. so expensive to print them up but yeah it's ridiculous it, well well done <laughs> yeah <laughs> I saw like Electra or something and then I I didn't look at it anymore see look we're shilling we're shilling for the game again uh, <laughs> line coming 2011 I'm just kidding but uh yeah after the I get a huge sack full of nonsense you know like usually I get like balls <laughs> well, Giant th- that was years prior. This is like the Seattle packs, right? Instead of the Bellevue packs. But okay, okay. Th- but I would just like, you know, fill that thing full of stickers and all their bullshit. And mm-hmm. at the end, I'd dump it all out. <laughs> and then I'd sort through it. And I'd really only keep like oh, yeah, two or crap. three things. You recycle just, like pretty much throw, everything else. I got a beta key for some fucking MMO that's... Dungeon Fighter that's Online. That's, yeah. <laughs> and everybody is so fired up about all that garbage, though. It's uh, like at the time, like you see people beforehand. Like the only reason I'm going to PAX, I, I can't wait for swag. I don't care about your game. Just yeah, I know people it. that do that. They yeah. they come in here and they just troll the the exhibitor hall, waiting for something to get thrown at them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, t-shirts and posters. That's and we, fine if you get enough shirts to have your wardrobe. We for went a to week your booth and, and caught a poster, and then looked at the poster <laughs> and went eh, and I set did. it down and let somebody else <laughs> pick it up. Hey, cool, anti-shilling. Everyone awesome. screams and is getting you know gets all excited until they see what they've caught. 
lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just the act of winning the thing. I, I want people a like t-shirt. Yeah. I want a t-shirt gun, and I want to shoot it at people. <laughs> I want to stand on a Do stage it. and be like, oh, right here, right up there. oh god, oh my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, God, the shirt's just so going to be fun. like, you know, a big fuck you or something. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, just a blank, blank black t-shirts. Nothing, <laughs> nothing my, on. I'm just be like, no, I got my nose wearing that. Just make them like white. <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, good publicity, though. How much does that cost to get shirts to fire into a cannon? You should oh, read it. You should, so good. Drive around yeah. in a golf cart just mowing people down. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be a lot of fun. A golf cart looks like a Hummer with a goddamn mounted gun on the back. You got a guy that looks like a fucking Spartan, like on the back, just in the war dressed like a warthog. T-shirts, yeah. Man, yeah. this is well, something people for think it would be for Halo. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's for your Halo ripoff. Uh, <laughs> I have so seen two. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you guys go to any panels at all since you've been here the last two days? I went to the well. podcast panel. Oh, I was pissed. I missed the pitch your own game idea panel. That panel was. <laughs> Pretty funny. That's always my favorite panel because yeah. one year I, I fucking rem- I I pitched some sort of like Space Channel Five uh, ripoff which like mixed it with dancing with like military machine guns and shit, which is total <laughs> clashing thing. But they loved it so. And then this year I wanted to pitch my shaving coach for DS. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's stubble detection it's technology, but it's gonna it, happen. It. Like no matter what. Yeah. yeah. I mean we're, we've we've gone down that road. Yeah. I um I, I was I had a lot of fun at that panel this year. Um, it's actually moderated by Jeff Callis, who was our guest on the show last night. Oh, cool. And uh, it it is um it was it was fun. It was, the first twenty minutes or so was actually really fun, and then it kind of it kind of dipped for a while because they make they make it very clear that that panel is not for serious game pitches yeah. because they and they make the very good point if you have a game pitch that's serious. Don't blurt it out to yeah. a room full of people, yep. you know, yep. well, yeah. because there's no protection. They, and they say outright, there's no protection. Like, the, if you blurt something out, somebody will steal your yeah. shit. Right. Everything um, you say is forfeit. <clears throat> it's public domain at that point. And yes. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be a damn bit surprised if a, a lot of the local game companies or game companies, period, that come to this con just put people it. in that room just to troll it. Oh, you yeah. Know? Totally. Um, but the first first 20 or 30 minutes was pretty cool because people were fucking hilarious. They had like a... Um, Mexican Gear Solid, which was like a, a stealth based border crossing game oh where you were God. trying to. <laughs> Timely. Oh, that's good. Yeah. They had a. Do you get different like mustaches to equip? Yeah. They, <laughs> they had one that was like. Mustache um, camo, yeah. You make of, it through Arizona. <laughs> one, of the, one of the dumber <laughs> ones was like you were, you were a kitten. And you were, That's you tried to be, you tried so. to be cute as cute as possible up until the people came up to pet you, and then you'd light them on fire. <laughs> um, yeah, it just That's, made no sense. Although I like that, that sounds good with like heavy um, rain controls, like hold R two and L one and triangle. I'm so very um, cute. Retract your claws. Yeah. My favorite, I think, was one that didn't make the top three, but but it was a massively multiplayer online shooter. Where everybody who logged in was playing a sperm, and you were all competing to get <laughs> into the egg. They're um, making a game similar to that, actually. Really? Some, something about like what, it's, it's called, called Mag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming around in genitalia and <laughs> killing stuff. I don't know. Um, there were some dumb ones. There was a. Uh, there was a lot of people who tr- were just trying to be more clever than they were capable of sure, being. Yeah. And I was glad oh, to hear happens. that even when the panelists weren't willing to be mean, which was very f- infrequently, they were <laughs> they were actually pretty brutal. When the panelists weren't being brutal, the audience was. Oh, were they just booing? Yeah, like booing. Oh, nice. It was like it was like the fucking gong show in there, man. It was like it was pretty well, you have awesome. To know what That's you're how it has into. to be, though. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, because that's a panel where it's built around people coming up and talking. And if you're not going to be fucking, if, if you're going to be an idiot when you're up there, you're going to get fucked with. Yeah, you better and bring it. Yep. I want to be on that panel because I would <laughs> kill to fucking heckle those people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because um, I, I hate, like, that's the one thing that I can't stand about a lot of the panels that I've gone to at cons is are the people who don't know how to ask a fucking question or they, they, there's there's three categories that I put people in mm. um, of the bad question askers. There's the people who are too enamored with the people on the panel to actually get their question yes. out, uh-huh. which is, um, thank you very much, you guys, for being here. Um, I, I love listening to your show, it's like and, the Chris you guys, show thing. and you guys are awesome. <laughs> and we had one of those in the fucking in the podcast panel right at the, the end, one. and this oh, really? dude just kept talking. Uh, Arthur, you got you're one of the greatest, you know, oh. and he just kept going on and on, and then everybody would it. It was clearly like the audience was like, yeah, we're going to clap, and this guy will shut up. And then when there was a lull, he'd start talking again. Oh, oh that's the worst part is when, they, like, when they, they, finish ans- or they, fi- they finish answering the question, then, and then they're like, oh, I have another question. Yeah. 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 I will, uh, also, that's what yeah. you need. And besides like, the PAX no. enforcers, you need like, the PAX tacklers. Who are, yeah. like, like, <laughs> just they start Terry Tate. They start to have PAX linebacker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the second category are the Get people who... Get off the microphone. <laughs> It's a Terry Tate impression. I'm glad I was here for that. That's yeah. good. I don't know. <laughs> the, the second category are the people who tr- um, just have no social skills and don't know how to ask the question. Yeah. Um, so my game design is, well, um, I should start by saying that I'm a, I, uh, I used to work for a game company, but um, I don't work there anymore because I got laid off. And, um, Let me start and with my whole I, life story. And then once, I, st- uh, once I, I, I floated around for a little while, and that gave me this idea for this game. But, uh, but then, you know, and then they just go on and on before yes. they actually get to their question. Mm-hmm. And then number three are the people that try and be way too fucking clever. Oh, yes. And they just tr- they try and make everybody in the audience laugh. And the funniest guy um, at the uh, at the picture game panel was a guy who got up. I don't, I, he, I don't remember what he said because it wasn't worth remembering. He got up and he tried to be really clever about um, the situation. And he didn't even get to his game pitch because he tried to be clever and the room was dead silent. And fucking Callus looks at him and goes... You just tried to be funny, and nobody in this room laughed. Oh, so no. no, and it just told him to go away. Oh, God. <laughs> Excellent! Wow, that poor guy. Don't so. they only give you? They give you a time limit, right? They give you like thirty seconds. It's like thirty or forty-five seconds. So and there's another um, round, and yeah, yeah. It's it was. There's two rounds where they they you know there was the first one, and uh, they sent people to the second round if they were good and then the second round was where they actually got to pitch like their game mechanics and stuff and then they picked three and gave them prizes uh, like the all of them got like a medallion they had like these packs of medallions that were like gold silver and bronze medallion things and then huh. second place got an autographed copy of the PVP one of the PVP coffee table books right. That's cool. and then the the first place got both books and one of the uh cardboard tube samurai things oh, that are given away. So, right. Yeah. Well, that's good because I can't imagine, like, I would love to see the turnover rate or the success rate of people actually pitching game ideas that actually get turned into games because 
the turnaround time. You know, there. I, I know you said earlier that like there are game companies that are like hanging out there and waiting to like steal <laughs> ideas, but it's like you have to greenlight this stuff so far in advance that yeah. like you know the likelihood of somebody actually pitching an idea and then you know, hey, you you got Moxie, kid, come work for us. And, you know, <laughs> we'll take your idea and we'll give you a million dollars. It's so slim that I just yeah. I, I hope that everybody that goes there is like I'm happy with this prize that I won. And I'm happy that I didn't yeah. embarrass yeah. myself. Realistic you know? expectations. Yeah. Well, I was I was thinking less of of them trolling for employees and more of them just trolling for ideas. Right? Yeah, that's true. Like stealing, stealing someone's idea and being like, and taking it back to their company and being like, we should incorporate this into this game we're already making yeah. or something. But yes. of course, you know, like pretty much how game development goes, that idea is going to be you know twisted and 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 sh- you know, of course, and and just sort of molded into something that has absolutely nothing to do with the actual initial idea. By the time it becomes something that the public sees. Right. Well, it's especially if it's at a place like Activision or EA, right? You know, <laughs> Activision isn't True. even here, and I was, <laughs> I was really surprised about that. Yeah, no mm. Activision booth at all. Yeah, yeah, no Activision or Blizzard. I guess they're the same thing now. But Whoa. no Activision oh, Blizzard. Yeah. Wow, yeah. no Blizzard, and it's a fucking penny game. Okay. Anyway, well, they didn't really have much to show. I know. Yeah, I, guess I, I feel what, like Starcraft? they're not going to convert. Well, Diablo three. Like um, they haven't unveiled anything new since last year's PAX. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. And everybody that's going to buy Damn. Diablo 3, I think, is going to buy Diablo 3 <laughs> yeah. and StarCraft 2. Like I've already started like a group of people. It's like, so when that happens, everybody's going to bring their computers over to my house, right? And Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We'll just play for a week straight, not yeah. sleep. BlizzCon soon, so that's tower. where they're going to bring their game. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, uh, I'm trying to think of what other panels I went to. I went to, um, I went to the Infamous 2 panel last night, which was fun. Uh, I got to see Infamous 2 a little bit. Cool. Went to... Um, Fuck me. I know I went to other panels today, and I can't remember what they are. It, whatever. Uh, I, I had some fun. a text message from you that said that you went to two. It was the pirate podcast matey panel and the... I don't remember the other oh, one. Oh, I went to a Evolution of RPGs oh, yeah, panel, but I actually bailed early on that one. Um, because, whoa, that's my phone interfering Uh-oh. with the microphones. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I bailed on that one early because uh, I wanted to get to the podcast panel and... Um, in all honesty, in spite of the kind of star-studded panelists, uh, that one started to bore the crap out of me. How long were the so, lines for the ones that you went to? Were these like the podcast one wasn't terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, the the RPG one I managed to get in. Uh, I kind of cut, uh, not cut, but jumped the line to a group of friends, uh-huh. and uh, but it it was pretty big. That one, okay. that place was packed because the panelists consisted of of um, I don't remember the, what one guy's one guy's name. I don't remember. Because I didn't know who the fuck he was, I didn't know anything he did. Yeah. However, the other three panelists were Chris Pramus, who's the guy that owns Green Ronin uh, Publishing, and he designed the Dragon Age pen and paper RPG. Right. Um, there was uh, Keith Baker, who is a an RPG designer, and he he was the guy that created the Eberron universe for for D anD D. And uh, fucking Richard Garfield was number four. So okay, um, well, that's pretty good. But it ended up like. Admittedly, I, I will admit, I only saw the first half of an hour-long panel, but in that first half, it seemed like it was a um, a bunch of old men grumping about MMOs and how they're not as good as pen and paper RPGs. <laughs> uh, so um, The age-old argument. Well, I hear a lot and of people was, uh, a lot of people bitter about uh, how like, D&D 4th Edition is supposedly like just World of Warcraft on, in a box. They actually mentioned that in the podcast. Yeah, so I, not surprising. I, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it... it 
I don't. Who who the fuck cares? To be entirely honest, like everybody older than me who still plays D and D cares about that. That's I, so I, stupid. Because like, they, they grew up with it, you know. It's like just like this band was a lot cooler before anybody knew about them, you know. I so, grew up in. I grew up. Uh, we've got. Uh, so the the fourth guy was John Tynes, um, whom I'm not familiar with at all. Uh, <laughs> one of a uh, somebody just wrote it down for me and, and handed me the card. Um, I. I grew up on D&D as well. I started playing D&D when I was younger than 10. Mm-hmm. So this would have been the, mm-hmm. you know, the late 80s. And I started playing on AD&D 2nd Edition. And when 3rd Edition came out, I was working for Wizards of the Coast. And I was ecstatic. I love the D20 system. I thought it was a great design. It was infinitely more accessible. And people were bitching about that. We brought this up on the show yesterday because the keynote here at PAX from Warren Spector, he spoke about this exact same phenomenon in the video game industry where the video video gamers, hard quote-unquote hardcore gamers, have spent their, you know, their entire lives um, arguing and whining about how they've been sidelined and how mainstream society looks down on them. And then once mainstream society starts getting involved in the hobby that they're so proud of, they start bitching about people diluting the games sure. and blah blah. And it's mm-hmm. it's such a backwards hypocritical attitude, yeah. and the same exact thing happened with D anD. d And I think it's happening again. Fourth edition came out, sure. and now everybody's like, "Oh, it's just Warcraft." Yeah. Because I mean, it didn't get popular yeah. the way they thought it should. But the reason <laughs> yeah. why it didn't get popular that way in the first place is because it wasn't marketable to everyone yet. Exactly. And so the only way to do that is to change it right. for everyone, which isn't for you, obviously, because you're already into it. Yeah. So well, and, and that's the the debacle there. But see yeah. the beauty of the beauty too of of like a Dungeons and Dragons type thing is that if I want to go play second ed D anD D, I can still fucking play second yeah, ed D anD D. Right, it still exists. There's a shit ton of books out for it, and there's nothing stopping me from playing it and making my own stuff for it. If I want to play third ed, I play third ed. If I want to play fucking fourth ed, I'll play fourth ed. You right, know, because it's instead of treating them like a ruining of your old game, treat it like it's a new fucking game. You know. <laughs> Yeah. So I can't play another new game. Fuck this. That's like me. It it would be akin to me being like, fucking Ratchet and Clank Tools of Destruction is it's so much more accessible than Ratchet Deadlocked was, and fuck fuck them for making the new game. What? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. (laughs) Why did they make a better game? Yeah, I can't it. picture anybody be getting like that over Ratchet and Clank. Though, well, no, like, clearly it was the only uh, thing, I think the first thing that came into my mind. Like it would be me. Yeah. Yes, people bitching about changing Final Fantasy because it's not the same like weight system as the original. Like oh, no Jesus. one would bitch about that. So I'm not well, waiting maybe. for like you know, ten seconds between actions. Therefore, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to sit there and wait for my ATB bar to refill. Oh. Oh, now I can do something. Well, if you're not playing it on the fastest setting, then clearly you weren't meant to play that game in the first place. <laughs> wow, that's that's kind of it's almost the opposite of how 14 <laughs> is now too. With like, I played, I finally got into the open beta and started playing it. And oh my god, that game is so slow. Really, I've heard, I've heard that it's pretty was. bad yeah, I heard I, the, comparatively. The fatigue system, like I oh, that even, sounds hard. I assume I'm going to run into that at some point. But just the yeah. just compared to how fast other games move, that's I mean, you'll hard. go the, no, the fatigue system. Is it makes it makes a okay an already hardcore game even more hardcore because that's the opposite effect that they wanted it to have. Yeah. Because now people who are now being penalized for playing it at a week for a weeks on end are just going to play it fucking more. Yeah. <laughs> you know. They really are. <laughs> it's uh, it, that's the sad truth. I yeah. think oh man. 
Well, eventually they cut off the experience entirely, don't they? Isn't that? So but you can still get loot. Well, yeah, you can. <laughs> get, yeah, you can get loot. That's the other thing. Well, you know, the thing is, you know, you can still gain AXP on your other uh, yeah. classes. Sure. So, you know, basically, you're just creating a bunch of guys that you know have everything maxed out. Well, they really went about it wrong too, because I, me- I mean, Blizzard did this back when they in- introduced like rest experience. It's like well, if you ba- stop they killed that in beta, though. What do you mean? Well, I mean, or, or sorry, um, I, I was going, I was associating with uh, their oh, attempt shit. at fatigue, yeah, um, which was in the beta. <laughs> uh oh, watch out! Sorry, watch out. this is this <laughs> side of the table talk. We, we've, we've we'll got get back to you. In a minute, guys. We got two out of two. We'll go back to your D and D. This is all of a sudden <laughs> turned into Grant's podcast. <laughs> awesome. How dare you? Oh, no. What podcast? Uh, running Children. That's awesome. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Mark. As long as the kid... <laughs> that kid long is as caught on the Holy escalator again. Jesus Christ. That kid's got fucking wheels. <laughs> Look at him go. Go, get go. Is this a magic like side game or something? Are you supposed to chase each other around? You guys know that geeks aren't supposed to run, right? We're all too... We don't have the kind of stamina for that. Yeah, the inhalers are I definitely guess all, coming out in a minute. I guess all <laughs> games are accessible now because like, even Tag is on the table. Tag oh, is so much better right. in second edition. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. If you're not using real uh, wood chips for the lava, then clearly... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... I don't uh, even. I, I'm. I'm not even going to go back to what I was talking about because I think what we're, where we're going is more fun. The. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if there's anything left for me to look forward to the rest of packs as far as panels is concerned. Uh, Sunday looked pretty pretty slim for uh, panels. It usually is. Uh, the however, end of the megathon usually is like the the uh, reason to come on Sunday. Uh, I don't care about a megathon right. at all. Um, <laughs> but I secret game. I am definitely going to go play Infamous Two again. Uh, I I wasn't aware that it was going to be playable, and then I went and played it, and it is. So much fun, uh, even yeah. the demo. It cool. looks so good. The the powers they added and just the shit they did to it. It's, you know, it's not a. Some people say it's a really huge upgrade. I think it's not as significant an, an upgrade on the first one, but it's enough. It's enough. It's like they they fixed a lot of the problems with the first game. Right. I think, and uh, I, now we'll have to see how the story goes though, mm, because uh, well, um, yeah. <laughs> but the first game is one of my favorites, uh, despite some. Sketchy writing and in yeah. parts. Yeah, and, we, uh, I think we could go on for a while about the story <laughs> and writing in Infamous, but, uh, but, right. but the game was fun to play, yeah, and that's really what I matter. Fantastic. Totally. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was I was pretty much sold, you know, just by knowing that there was a sequel with improved stuff. You know, I, I enjoyed Infamous One, so therefore I would probably enjoy a sequel to that. You know, as long as they didn't, you know, just try to make it about you know vehicles or something. Nope. They. <laughs> the, uh, but oh. Well, that's uh, what Banjo Kazooie did, and that was fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Having gone to the, I went to the panel, and then I played the game, and I think the the biggest improvement for me, and it was one of the things I talked about at the panel as well, was the fact that they significantly improved melee combat. Mm, yeah. So you're not, you don't like if you have to get into a fight, you're no longer kind of you no longer feel like you have to back off and start firing lightning bolts at stuff right. they give you kind of lightning based melee powers that you can you well, know you can that hold big... an object and charge it and right. hit people right. with it and well, they got that big like fork thing too yeah what? yeah so there's a fork it's 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 like <laughs> a salad fork that you charge up with electricity <laughs> yeah. pretty much it's pretty like much. fucking like neptune trident or yeah. some shit <laughs> rising well, out of the sea you gain the powers like... of poseidon in this game it's true spoilers <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> just lightning nice. and water 
So what did, you, what did you guys think of the uh, of the redesign of, of Cole? The well, uh, that's what I was getting to. Was like <laughs> I, I was so, so my, my my point was I was sold on the game, but what's really been amusing me is the whole like back and forth like battle between the developers and the fans and the art designers yeah. and all that stuff. You know about what Cole should look like. Yeah. You just I be a crossdresser. To... Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. Co- that that they uh, already prototype. did that. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the prototype. The prototype uh, yeah. Yeah. I, like <laughs> for, for people who don't know what we're talking about, apparently the developers of Infamous and the developers of Prototype got into a pissing contest a while ago and tried to emasculate each other's characters as much as humanly possible. So like the, the Prototype guys modeled Cole in drag and all this stuff, and, and then the uh, the guys at Sucker Punch modeled uh, Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how did they... I'm trying to f- figure out how they... Good one of them was though. on like a it, it was, it was good nature. Oh, okay, it, yeah. it was good nature. Because the alternative was just, pretty cool too, of like these two studios have got beef. <laughs> and you better not yeah. cross the street over yeah. here. Um, but the, uh, oh, how did they put it at the panel? They said that the, the, they, inf- the infamous guys said they, they think they clearly won the contest uh, by using the power of unicorns was what yeah. they said. <laughs> <laughs> so it, that, well. that shit was hilarious, especially since both of those games launched so close together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like Deep Impact and Armageddon pretty much. Right. And, yeah. it, and it was just like, both of those and games just like were those fantastic. Movies. Oh, really? Because I didn't like prototype. Fuck that you! Much. You can elbow drop. <laughs> no, fuck you! You can elbow drop a helicopter into a tank and then run up a building, wielding it, and then throw it into a fucking crowd of ten thousand people. I think he's pitching his game idea right no now. No shit. I think that's what's happening. No, no, that was that was prototype. But I think awesome. Infamous won the battle because I don't think they're making another prototype. So yeah, good job. In Whatever. It was fun. <laughs> I loved the uh, the presentation they did with like the flashbacks and like learning about the what was it like the pattern or something in that huh? game? Is that what that in yeah, prototype? Oh, was, in proto- oh yeah. I think it a fringe would, with the pattern. You would eat people basically. You'd yeah. absorb them and then you'd get little bits of the story. Yeah, and they if would use like live like, action footage and it was really cool looking. I liked it a lot. Though. Yeah, like if you felt like doing that though, you didn't yeah, have yeah. to. Yeah, and it w- which was great for people who are like extremely ADD and all they want to do is punch through buildings and shit. Uh, so <laughs> I know, but but it was there for if you really wanted the story and, and you were OCD and you wanted to collect everyone and I yeah. I did I probably that, would so I have I, to go ahead I'm gonna do the same thing with Infamous again because I I've I've never actually finished Infamous and I uh, yeah. I because random shit reasons and I'm going back to complete it I'm probably gonna do that with all my games like I think the I'm gonna go Infamous first and then the game after that's gonna be Batman Arkham Asylum oh that's so. really good oh god I started the, the game is I, that playable is the sequel playable at the no show this sadly year? not no. they they like leaked the first screenshots of it and it looks fucking awesome it does I didn't like Arkham Asylum what I didn't mind. like it it was like out of your mind is a great game so. <laughs> Like, I guess I just didn't get through the intro because it was so slow, and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait you didn't get through the intro? Turn it off. The I don't know. Turn it off. Cut it. Cut no, 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 no. no. <laughs> just listen. Like, I, like they started doing Opinions the stealth are shit. Not welcome here. You know, and I was like, <laughs> no, I'm probably the only one in the world that doesn't fucking like that game. But, and do you not like Batman? <laughs> no, I love Batman. Do you not like fun? I have a fucking <laughs> clearly. No, man. It, I was like, Metal Gear does this better. Oh really? God. Yeah. Oh, no. Really? Metal Gear Four. The two is of them don't even compare really? to each other. It was just like it felt like more like a stealth game, and I was just like not into that. And then the oh, like, combat was way too slow because all the slow-mo slow mo shit just slowed it down. Yeah, wait, you wait, do wait, like wait. a bunch of like 
super action. Like you punch one guy over here, and then you just go in one direction, beat the fuck out of another guy here. And every time you did it, it was like a you even have cam. a heckler thumbs downing you, sir. <laughs> we, got people, we got people watching us record that are telling okay you you're that. full of shit. I'm okay with that. All right, I'm okay with that. Batman I don't was need so to much play. Better when it was a Genesis game. It, dude, <laughs> <laughs> so what? No man. Joker's like, Revenge was fucking hardcore. There's anyway, episode 19. We got to do that. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Really? We got to do Joker's Batman Revenge. Returns for Sega CD. They had like fucking hard as hell. Clips from the movie. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, See, Infamous and, Two looks cool. Infamous Two looks cool. And yes. walking around the rest of the show floor, I'm I'm not. I mean, Epic Mickey looks pretty fun. Uh, that game actually. They had a ton um, of fuck Disney. Too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck Disney. That's all I have to say. Yeah, but Disney plus War Inspector equals Epic Mickey, and it actually looks really cool. Oh, I've, can you? Okay. I am going to turn your mic off again. Patrick. I don't know if, so. that, if I've ever heard a worse <laughs> title for a game. Like you all, yeah, Epic game, Mickey. Yeah. Don't put Epic in the name yeah. of your fucking game. It's just like, oh, then it means it's just. Maybe yeah. well, everyday I, shooter. Maybe that's worse. So here, he, no. Mickey. So here's here's the fun part. You know. So you got Epic Mickey, and so you're like, what what could get more hilarious in putting Epic in the title? Oh, let's make it put let's put it in the Kirby type Kirby game. So Kirby, oh, Epic, Kirby yarn. Epic Yarn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although I like that pun. I, I that pun <laughs> puts a smile on my face. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. It's like Kirby Epic. You know, I'm ex- yeah. I'm expecting him to pull out a sword and like you know <laughs> chop up King Dedede into like bloody gibbs I, or something. I, I'm I, I had fun playing the demo of Kirby. It's it's. It's interesting. It's, it's not. Cur- it's not Kirby. Videos though. of it's, it look great. It's definitely. Well, he doesn't have his little inhale and puffy thing. But you know, it's it's still fun. You mean he doesn't have the core thing that makes Kirby Kirby? <laughs> well, is what you're saying? Kirby is so much better. No, no. But he can't inflate it. Well, anymore. they're making He's a new young. Mario game, <laughs> but he doesn't jump. So um, it's basically what you're saying. Instead, he has a bionic arm. <laughs> I saw um, so many questionable Mario costumes today, by the oh, way. Oh, so many. Like, it's it seems like the default, like, I'm not going to put any effort into this, so I'm Mario, and that's too bad. So. Yeah. Speaking of bionic arms, did you, it was Bionic Commando 2 playable? Yes, it, it was. was. And it's the same soundtrack? Um, well, well, same, same, same guy, anyway? I think so. I um, don't think he's... That's what anymore. made that game for me. Well, he was the, like, so the guy. He's the studio head and like yeah. audio director and yeah, like, I don't know. manager. Like, I, don't I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else he did. Secretary. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that soundtrack Male the guy. game was great in the second oh, game. It was fucking great. And it was Spencer with a mustache and so yeah. sold. Yeah, and apparently like the mustache is how you jump. What? That's that's the re- that's your item that you equip that allows you to jump. The Dude, mustache. More. Really? <laughs> Yeah. Do you like hang out with Hagger and he's like, "Hey, take this." <laughs> I, I, I wish. Like tears I use this face. to suplex people. You could use it to jump. I don't well, know. It seems like they're just completely ridiculousifying it. I mean, Bionic Commando itself is fairly ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it, they're just going off off the wall with this one. Good like, for them. you saw the concept Good, art, yeah, you know, of, yeah. of that of Rad with his mustache, and he's just yeah. like, "Hey, you know." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's great. like fucking Duke Nukem or whatever, you know. But so not. is Grin doing that? Is that still? Internal? It's not Grin. It's oh. these guys. So basically, like leftover. Grin Grin dissolved, into a bunch of yeah, and became like two companies, kind of. Um, and they, uh, <laughs> so one of them is is working on Bionic Commando Rearm Two, right? And the other one is is making some unannounced game and heavily purporting that they are the team that made Bionic Commando Rearmed. So, huh. yeah, so, so they're both, but they're both basically playing off of the best thing that Grin did. Um, 
and I've I have friends who worked at Grin, so you know I I, I appreciate what you did. Um, but but rearmed, you know, all those at Grin who were listening, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, man. Nothing I, but love for you. Oh, totally. Um, you know, they're they're, they're good guys. Um, but yeah, so rearmed, and everyone, you know, they they want everyone to know that oh, we 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 worked on this because that's what actually got like the, you know the good press, and it was it was a great game. It was a hell of a game. Yeah, and of course, you know, being a remake of an already great, great, great game, so they had that going for them. Yeah, um, and so the music was, you know, a really good arrangements of already great music. Um, so I'm curious to know, since they're making a completely original kind of based on the spirit of Bionic Commando, mm-hmm. what they're going to be doing with it, because it's clearly not a, a, a remake of the Game Boy game that was Bionic Commando Two or whatever. Um, so I that game was that fucking that awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> Elite Force was the shit. There was like different characters and what? Uh, yeah, uh, huh. it was for, it was it it was pretty good. I think. Okay, I mean, it was a little watered down. Like it wasn't as as good as the original, but right. So the, where, where my qualms come with what I've seen of Rearm Two so far is, it seems to me that they are they've they've got the engine so they've they've got this cool engine that they you know built for rearmed one but they're making really realistic looking environments mm-hmm. which i think is going to be a detriment as far as the actual visual impact of the game because with the original game they were basically making uh sort of a high def version of like the old color palette the old like you know nes stages that were completely like ridiculous and yeah. made no sense color wise because it was the nes and they had you know not many colors so you know i think that and they turned that into sort of an art, artsy sort of you know impressionistic version of of reality you know you had pink backgrounds and skies and like green skies and just all this crazy shit you know color palette wise that you know made up that game but and now it looks like uncharted basically or, or it looks like it looks like they made the whole thing a little bit planet that. like I, you know i, I love little big planet but it looks like they made the game in it Oh man! By the way, now that you Maybe said it, did. Little Big Planet Two. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. I was I was actually trying to segue a bit. Yeah, good good, good one. <laughs> so um, segue away. So yeah, Little Big Planet Two. Fuck yes. Um, all you uh, saw the MIDI sequencer in yes. there, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. yes. So that's what sold me. Um, I mean, I was sold already because I love Little Big Planet. However, Grant, why are you shaking your head? I don't understand. It's like everything I hear about Little Big Planet Two. <laughs> it's like, look at this awesome tool that we can make other game types with. Fuck yeah. yeah. I never exactly. Went, okay, but that's not a that's 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 not a game. Fuck you. Like, License the Unreal Engine. It's then, the evolution of RPG Maker and Fighter Maker. Well, the, yeah. it's like well, the cool thing is that they made this you know engine so you know approachable and you know easy to work in that they're you know they made the entire campaign for two in the engine. They didn't actually just. But I, I just want to play a game. I don't want to make. They a have game. that. I already do. My job. So play the game. Also, yeah. they they made you know an entire game for you to but play. But that's the thing. They get Little Big Planet One. I didn't really. I thought the the jumping physics were like too swimmy. The game itself didn't really do much for me. So it's a lot. It is a lot more fun co-op. Yeah, oh, yeah. I played I mean, with Virginia, and she loves it. And she oh yeah, it's it's a, it's a complete like things. you know just you know screw around game. with your friends yeah. type of game, and you just sure. you you're malicious and and everyone loves it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're either malicious and helpful in the same round, right? At the same yeah. time, you're just like oh, I'm going to drop this bomb, and you ha ha. Oh wait, we got to get through this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're out of continuous fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this one is more like you can just do whatever the fuck you want. It's like I was watching a guy build like a like yeah, you can make a character and it's really easy you just build it together and you can animate it the way you want i was like could you build a mech he's like fuck yeah you could build a mech and just started making it i was like yeah oh my god i would have spent so many hours just 
making shit and that's probably not going to work out. Yeah. yeah. And then instead of actually beating the game, it's... Well, uh, yeah, the, the cool thing for me is, like, um, they developed tools for the sequel that I was essentially making out of physical objects in the first game. Right. And they just sort of short shortcutted all of that yeah. into just, like, oh, well, here you go. Right. Like, m- m- the thing that I was really, really big on in the first Libic Planet was, uh, you know, using their uh, sound effect tools to create music um, mm-hmm. and music-based levels. So I had one level where it was essentially like you you know I, I put the whole thing in a scene so you got you know went from an back alleyway into this you know club and you went on stage and you were basically you know three dudes with, I played that with instruments yeah yeah, yeah yeah I was like hey Leif what's up you're like check out my DJ stage yeah I was like that's pretty, <laughs> hey, dude that's pretty cool is there a point to this level no it's just, <laughs> it's just I made this cool shit it's right. like that's I mean, all it's for right right it wasn't you know it didn't have a point you know it was so I, I wrote this like little like tiny piece of music it was like four measures i think and you know so what what i did is you know had circles and had you know music notes on them and they would rotate and it would just loop forever and when you grabbed the instrument it would play that part and so you know and now they've actually made it so you can sequence things out like in a midi editor and and just make it you know legit Grabbing th- onto the circles was actually really fun because then you can mix it the way you wanted it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you couldn't got got it in a round, in in whatever order you felt like doing. Or, you know, I don't know. Maybe I just need to realign my expectations and think of it as like this nice shiny new tool. That it's like yeah, it's a toy basically. Exactly. Well, I mean, see, I, it's it, yeah. it's like I think it's designed to build a a game design community kind of like a community based game game right. designers like thing where and that's sure. what happened like geeks who are not game design actually game designers have the opportunity to sit down and be like this is fucking cool and, but it felt and like then, that was kind of an accidental part of the first game like the first game was like look at this uh, awesome platformer you can mess around with the tools and make your own levels and people are like make your own levels well here's a dj shit and all that so, <laughs> well they kind of that's kind of like, almost like the point of the second game they kind of yeah. planned it out where if they would just take the best of everything that was submitted and then try to sell it, and then whoever made those levels made money on it, but uh, I don't know if they actually ended up doing no, that. No, that didn't actually happen. Oh, uh, okay, but no, but I, I'm I, I wonder yet again because I'm a conspiracy theorist. I wonder <laughs> how much of uh, like if you really were to make something spectacular and post it, if Media Molecule would be like, hmm. This kept, hmm. Yeah, well, they do. They've, they've done like. Um, I mean, that's a Cinderella story type thing, right? It's it's the same thing. Well, as it's like, it's not actually too far from the truth. Um, there was actually one guy that made a really cool level that eventually got a job at Media Molecule. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, so he's working on like one of their like he he does all this crazy boss shit for uh, two right now. Um, I, I could be wrong, but I, I believe that's what I read on their blog. Um, there's. Uh, like some of the top creators like exactly nice that level's awesome sorry I'm verbally thinking dot com I'm totally registering that right now hang on asshole that's my idea um Anyways, uh, so some of the top creators, they've basically uh, flown them around the world to go to these conventions and show off the game um, and pay you know, for their way and all that. So they've been utilizing the people that can you know, really create awesome levels. Um, so, you know, at least it, there's nothing like malicious. They're not trying to take them over or anything, but they're like, you know, let's be part of this community. That's yeah. pretty cool. 
I know my wife was uh, really excited about Donkey Kong Country Returns. Uh, she went and played that because she's a huge Donkey Kong Country fan when she was a kid. Mm. And then she texted me while I was in a panel and she's like, it's Donkey Kong Country and it's new <laughs> and it's co-op multiplayer. We are buying this. Do you play it so, with the conga drums or is that? No, no, no. no, this, no, is, no. Oh. this is just Donkey Kong Country, not Donkey no. Konga. So, um, <laughs> That's too bad. And it's, uh, it's retro, bad. isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it is actually. Yeah, and it's it looks what, what, what are they doing? so much fun. They're doing Red, Donkey I know, Kong Country why Returns. Why are they doing that? It's like because they got Metroid taken away from them. That's what they're doing, uh, right? They're, <laughs> they're like, like I guess. so. We need to make something, and Nintendo still kind of likes us, I guess. And we've got these franchises, <laughs> and Kid Icarus got no, wait a taken. Re- rewind. Nintendo still kind of owns us, I guess. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> are, they, are, they, are they second party? I thought that they were just getting a lot of help from Nintendo. I th- no, I, th- I think they're I second know. party, aren't they? They're pr- I'm pretty sure they're second they're, party. They're, they're pretty oh, no. second. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so that looks good then. It looks it looks fun. I'm I was cool. never a huge Donkey Kong Country fan, but the game looks fun and it's it kind of solves some of the problems of the original games as it as well it should. The, um, the main thing for me is like uh, part of what really what I really loved about the Donkey Kong Country games was the soundtrack. Just it was really. Yeah, really cool. I, I really dug it, um, and it's kind of created that type of atmosphere. So I'm curious, like, what the music is like for the. Uh, it sounded pretty good in the little bit that I've played. But a lot of the same. Uh, well, it's interesting because jungle. the the actual composer for it is the uh, Metroid guy. Oh, really? Sakamoto. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. nice. I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's probably going to be a steel drum in there somewhere. <laughs> probably. Maybe. I never played uh, Donkey Kong Country because it was kind of, I, I, I have this memory of it being kind of at the tail end of the SNES's lifespan or like in, I think in the so. twilight yeah, a years. A couple years before. And by that time, I was I think I was kind of moving on to other things, and mm-hmm. so I never really checked it out. Yeah. So. It's it's a worthwhile platformer, actually. Yeah. It's not bad. The only problem that I have Hard with it. fuck. Jeez, it's the really minecart levels. Fuck. Yeah. And the only problem that I really have with it, though, is... Like you can't if you play it now, play it on a small TV, because the uh, they did I'm sure so pre-rendered. Stuff, they had yeah. the pre-rendered graphics that were on an SNES, and when you blow that up, like I tried playing it. I have the VC version on my <laughs> Wii, and I tried playing it on a 50-inch plasma, and it just about made me vomit. Right, it, it was it, not it, okay. It, it doesn't look as good as you remembered it when you originally yeah. played it. I'm played sure it all that stuff like <laughs> pri- like Killer Instinct and Primal oh. Rage and all that pre-rendered Clay Fighter, garbage. dude. Yeah. <laughs> you played on a played on a 25-inch CRT. Maybe it'll look good. I have one so. of those lying around. I may do that. Yeah, um, but it's uh, but they're fun. They're fun little platformers, is, uh, and they can be pretty hard. You can also get the G. GBA versions if you really want to play it on mm-hmm. handheld, but I um, I didn't have any time to go like actually stop at booths, so I didn't I you know I saw Nintendo's booth from afar, but yeah. I didn't really see anything inside of it. Sadly, mm. I didn't uh, like I was wandering around the floor today more so than I did yesterday, and uh, not as much interested me as I thought would. Um, but but there's a lot of new shit coming. Like it feels to me like this year's packs has a lot more new shit being announced than um, mm. than last year's did. Which is pretty damn cool, I think. Yeah, I love yeah, yeah, seeing yeah. all that new stuff, like games I had never heard of, which made me happy. And Duke you know? fuck Nukem. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the Duke Nukem time. That, I, okay, t- t- tomorrow. I, the, only, <laughs> the only thing I'm coming back for tomorrow is to get in that fucking three-hour Duke Nukem line just to play it once, because... I love Duke Nukem. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I did, it, it's so good awesome. to finally meet someone. You're being heckled who, who again, say, by the way. Just so you know, <laughs> whatever. Heckle me all you want. Just somebody who actually says I fucking love Duke Nukem. It's like I didn't know they still made you. 
<laughs> Fuck yeah. Like, they, made him, they, made him, they made him 13 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we were talking about this before the podcast, too. It's like I played... You know, networked LAN multiplayer when I was Fuck, working in yeah. ISP, and it was great, over but like, over Prodigy or something like that. You have no, to it was dial like up actually people. on a LAN because I was working in an uh. internet provider. It was amazing. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, you had to <laughs> dial it up and oh. no, just right there. It was the computers are right there. They used oh, to have these okay, things okay. called LANs. LANs. Oh, right. LANs. You're, you're hearing the word LAN. <laughs> I'm going backwards. Times. He's saying it right. I'm going backwards to my like Doom Two days where I had yeah. to like. That's okay. A couple of podcasts ago, he asked me if the San Diego Comic Con was held in the same place that uh, same place in L.A. that E3 was held. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Southern California is all one big thing down there, right? Uh, it's all one place to me. I don't know. I, I I I liked the game when it came out, but that was a long time ago. And man. and it's right. unplayable now. Practically unplayable now. Well, yeah, I got oh, the sure. so it's so anything bad. with the build engine at this point, I'm sure, is like like blood and all and Shadow yeah. Warrior and all that stuff. Ugh. Well, yeah, I, I I got a reminder of how it was because um, they they released the original on Xbox Live, and I, I downloaded the demo for that, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I remember how first person shooters used to be, <laughs> and yeah. I don't. Yeah, they had some cool stuff. I mean, the multiplayer is <laughs> a lot of fun, like the shrink ray and the stomping and stuff. It was great. Yeah. But like yeah. they were making jokes about about the upcoming Quake One when it came out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to belabor the point. I mean, it's been a long time. People pile yeah. on Duke Nukem forever. I don't. I don't harbor any ill will. I'm so them, indifferent but, toward it, yeah. and that's that's where I think most people lie. Is like it's it's faded into this obscurity of indifference where everybody's just like, I don't really give a shit for yeah, most people, and yeah, then except for Pat, exhausted from the hype. Well, for are, so many years, yeah, people are just excited. I don't know. It's just like I just want to play a new Duke Nukem game so fucking bad. But at this point, people Why? are exhausted. That's my question. Because I love shooters. Just because uh, there are so much better shooters. <laughs> like no, were, I don't think there is. Like, this, better, so well, you crawl okay, up an alien, and rip out its eyeball and shit. You don't get to do that. In the I already did that. Fucking, I did that in, on what? in the first one. Well, yeah. I did that. In the first one. And then <laughs> yeah, I but kicked it through a field goal. Yeah, they, they I want to do, do it again. again, but it with a better engine. They do climb up shit. You shut up. They yeah, make exactly. the talk serious about Sam series. Look at every. Make. You are the reason why EA makes money because they can make the same and, game over and over and, and over I'm, again and make it a and, little bit prettier. And you're the guy that's like, it's fucking prettier. Yeah, <laughs> you know? because like, because I'm I'm also the same guy who will say, man, everything on this show floor is just fucking another like hybrid ripoff of somebody else's game. Like I saw Ubisoft was showing off some game that was like fucking f- like uh, uh, like Mega Man meets Thief Ikaruga oh. and so you could like switch your polarity and that absorb bullets and awesome. stuff That's and then cool. you got a sword it's yeah I'm bitching about that because I'm like oh, this isn't anything original it's like <laughs> and then they stole the art style from Seattle the Colossus they just admit it it's just like fuck why don't they come up with something original and I see Duke Nukem forever like Duke Nukem <laughs> and you want, while, while you're in that line for three hours tomorrow, you have to use that voice. The whole I know. Time. That's and, and if, they, voice. if they announced like Mega Man 11, I would have been like, holy shit, Mega Man 11. Yeah, that's exactly the same thing for the last 20 years. Well, or like, have uh, Mega Man Universe. I have no idea what that nobody is. Nobody does. The CG trailer or the anime trailer. As I understand great. it, it uh, is supposed to be like a Mega Man game with a level editor and oh, a yeah. community based, like. Kind of, kind of like little Mega Big Man Planet. meets Little Big Planet, oh, where fantastic. you build. Oh, you can, now that that fuck yes, fantastic! Like <laughs> I, play, 
I, I okay, yes. I, I, I will get on board. I can make sure. Corkman yeah. or whatever fucking enemy I want. I go like <laughs> Corkman. Has there been a Corkman? No, they need to do a gummy entire... bear man. No, no, no. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, they put fucking Sheet Man in one of them. But they also sheet, man. so. sheet Man's They badass. started having women too. Now, did yeah. you see that? There's oh like, yeah, yeah. Slash woman. Yeah. Slash woman. But they should do one with just like realistic people, like policeman, congressman, <laughs> actual fireman. Yeah. You know. I, I want to. I just want to make. Yeah, I just want to make stupid, stupid shit. I want to make shoelace yeah. man or something. I, I know, hope they can make. They, they have like a man creator in that because I. I mean, <laughs> they'd be cool. They, that sounds gay. They, that <laughs> sounds like isn't that populous? Is that what you're talking about? I, I don't know. But what are you doing? I'm making time. a man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but but they they <laughs> actually they did show. <laughs> They did show a. Oh, that's, that's really. They did show game. a gameplay trailer um, where it's like you know it's 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 3D and side scrolling you know and like so every other fucking game. Oh yeah, show, much. But whatever. Yeah, and you I know, have a personal pet peeve against 2.5D games. I, I want my. <laughs> I want true. I want. We're gonna I, have to uh, fight. I might. I haven't played Shadow Complex. Okay. I don't own an Xbox 360. I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm saying I think they're a cop out. I think I really, really, really want fucking real hand-drawn 2D, like, animated, nice... Well, some <clears throat> people are doing that still, at least. You a know? few. I mean, like Very few, but... Very few. But I, li- I, mean, I mean, Limbo, I guess that was 3D. Lim- Limbo's gorgeous. Limbo's, Limbo's awesome. awesome. I actually like the yeah. art style on Limbo. Um, I, I, like, Bionic Command th- Rearmed is uh, an example of one I don't like. I don't like the graphical style of that game. So you I just think. don't like 3D stuff? Th- you don't like polygons on a 2D plane, basically? Uh, basically, okay. for, the, for the most part, because I, because I miss the art style of true 2D stuff. Right. And sure. Sure. the game that I use the example... Oh, Shank, yeah. Shank, yeah, it looks awesome. The game that I use yeah. as an example of one that I think is spectacular always is uh, Wario Land Shaken on the Wii. Like, that game looks gorgeous. I've never, I, I don't know it. Really? It is, it is... It's kind of a hardcore gamer's game because it's basically... It, it's a platform, level-based platformer that each you go into a level and there's several different goals. You like one of them's always a speed run through the level. One of them is collect all the you know collect all these X things. One of them is and but the entire thing is hand animated and it is yeah. gorgeously hand animated and yeah, it's really good and it's a really good game. It's a lot of fun. So it's one of the best Wii games out there. I've, I've never heard of it. I'll have to check that out. I'm mm-hmm. kind of sad that there are no that there aren't more people doing uh, like XBLA games that are or WiiWare or anything else that are like the old rotoscoped like out of this world flashback. Yeah. Oh, like I don't God. know like I wasn't a developer back then because Jesus I'm not that old. But if they made <laughs> flashback 2 yes. or anything yeah. in that style be all over. I, was, like, I don't know great. what kind of yeah. tools they needed to, to do that animation or stuff so maybe it's just impossible to do but yeah. Odd World. Yeah, yeah, well, there's a new yeah. Oddworld mm-hmm. game coming too. I, is it? Is, oh, is it's it coming 2D to be a style? No, it's Stranger's Wrath again. Uh, oh, yeah. Stranger's Rewrath. <laughs> Rewrapped, Wrathier. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. The 2D Oddworld games are awesome. I love them. As soon as they went 3D, but I didn't weren't, like the, them weren't those? No, I guess those were sprites. They were sprites. They okay, were. Yeah. They they might have been pre-rendered stuff turned into sprites, but they were still yeah. sprites. Okay. Did you ever and play Pandemonium? Yes. Oh, Did you yeah. like that? I liked. I liked. Okay, so there's okay, the exception, was, though. Yeah. As long as they do it in a style where it's like, okay, so it's 2D, but you can it's, but it is still technically 3D. Yeah. And and you can use that as part of the level design. There are times that I know. that I, that I don't mind. There there are certain games that break the mold for me like uh, Paper Mario games are an, ex- an exception to me cuz sure. um, mm-hmm. the there are some that I that I can that I just don't notice it on because the game is itself is so good that 
but so you abandon I, your principles almost immediately is what you're saying <laughs> like if the game is good enough you'll do anything well it's not enough to make me get it's not enough to make me ignore good game design sure um, mm-hmm. but if the game design is average if it's using it as a crutch basically exactly and, okay I, get, you know, I, right. um, I think for me like where I draw the line with 3D versus 2D as far as side scrollers go is the quality of the animation like if they can pull mm-hmm. off the animation on a 3D model I don't notice yeah. You know, I don't notice that it's a clunky 3D sure. thing because it's not clunky. It's actually, you know, pulled off well. And well, if the 3D, if the 3D models are, are well, they, I don't well, know how to right, phrase they, it. If they, they look good, they have an art aesthetic that is of you know, unlike that, Street Fighter Four. That yeah. I think is so about, fucking ugly. I was gonna say, like, how does that translate <laughs> over for fighting games for you? Because you were, you saw MVC. I saw 3. MVC Three, and I think it's. I that still would rather it have been. High res two uh, D sprites. MVC three that, is different. Though, I agree I mean. to that. Though I, that's why I like, I like Blaze Blue so much because Blaze Blue is so fucking gorgeous. That is so expensive to do at this point. I mean, yeah. but I mean, I I, I I disagree with you about Street Fighter Four. I think that game is amazing looking, and the effects and the graphics I think are hmm. are gorgeous. But MVC three, yeah, I think the, the the like the models are a little bit too shiny, and it's just there's something about it I don't like. Well, see, I was actually I'm actually on the opposite side of the coin. I like I like the visual style of MVC three better than Street Fighter four. Interesting, um, because it's it's basically the same virtual same visual style that they used in Tatsunoko versus Capcom, right? Um, only darker, only a little darker, and HD, res, yeah. right? Yeah. And I actually kind of like it. I, I liked the visual style of Tatsunoku better than than Street Fighter. Street Fighter Four. There's something just bothers me about it. Sure. I don't, it especially the the two things like the ridiculous muscles on a lot of the characters uh, are yeah, so sure. bad. And I have a I just have some kind of problem in my head with like using cross hatched sh- like drawn shading on a 3D model like it just doesn't it's so technical you're such a technical guy <laughs> look at that stuff. So it's interesting no it's, but I mean it's, it's like you said earlier the only reason it's technical is because I can actually because I can actually articulate it right well, and it's but like you, you, I mean you just said earlier that you're not willing to overlook it in that case because it, the game isn't awesome enough for you I, f- I have a feeling like you would tolerate that art style if it was in a game that was completely awesome that you loved possibly yeah. possibly yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sure. The, the games have come out with 2D art recently that make me like make make me miss it to some degree. Like, sure, Braid was a good example of a game yeah. that I mm-hmm. love the art style in that game, and it was it that was a straight up sprite game, and there was no 3D bullshit going on in it. Mm-hmm. And um, I uh, Limbo is another example of one that I really hope comes to PSN because I don't have an Xbox and I'm I want sh- that. Game. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it does. I, it's just that you can't. Be if you're in Summer of Arcade with Microsoft, you have to be exclusive oh. to them for a certain period of time. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I remember that there was at, at some point a plan to bring it to both platforms, but they Just got like in, wrapped up in the and whole Summer of Arcade thing. Yeah. And Castle Crashers finally came out on PSN. Oh, so. yeah. How long did that take? That like, like five a year years. And a half. <laughs> a year, and a half. year and a half. Trine is an example of a, a perfect example of a game that I'm mm. I can't overlook it. Like I agree with you on there. Yeah. I, I hated their. Art I don't style, like the art style of my game, and I the game itself was just a lot of fun. They had a. Lo- I like the exaggerated pseudo art style of it a bit. A little. It, it was so muddy though. It was yeah. really hard to see. What was going it was on. really hard to see. I mean, especially when when you have a game that you know is is focused mainly on co-op like you need to be able to tell like yeah. who you are, and <laughs> yeah, where, where you are, kind of important, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. But yeah, I um. I don't have any specific plans for tomorrow. I think I'm going to wander a little bit. We're going to do the show again. We have to find a place to do the show again because uh, as soon as the con hall closes, everything shuts down, including the space that we're in right now. Um, so 
Tomorrow's going to be an interesting adventure trying to find a place where we can actually record the show. It's going um, to Cheesecake Factory. I think they like podcasts there. <laughs> Are you serious? Because no. that would be awesome. Like in, in the middle of a restaurant. Like, Getting served pizza. I've heard like, podcasts just order that, like, on the air. I've heard podcasts that do that. Like they'll go have lunch at a restaurant and it's so, just I find it impossible to listen to because it's so noisy. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. Well, there's going to be plenty of, of the appeal, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't mind it when I'm at a show because, I, I mean, we've got background noise here that's good, that's kind of, luckily we're in probably the quiet place we could find that's actually in the hall but yeah. we've even got a, a ton more background noise than we had yesterday i originally was going to set up upstairs in the actual traditional gaming room and it was going to be noisy as fuck up right. there well oh, yeah. we've got um, like a, looks like almost soundproofing in here too it's a good <laughs> it's, location you know yeah, yeah it's a good spot unfortunately they said that the con hall closes at six tomorrow and this room closes uh, at seven. Oh, so um we're kind of stuck trying to i'm thinking of doing it maybe over in the lounge over in the sheraton or something right. see if they'll let us do it over there but mm. anyway uh I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Mm-hmm. Um, follow us on Twitter, uh, if that matters <laughs> at all. Uh, use, our, your, use your hashtag. Our, our 13 followers on Twitter, and I think five of them are actually people who are regulars on the show. Um, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at After the Fact Pod. Uh, follow our Facebook group, uh, After the Fact Podcast. The website is www.geekerific.com. You can get uh, get onto the forums there. You can comment on articles if we, if we post them. Um, have you spelled geekerific lately? Because I, I, I uh, will do it again. Okay, good. G e e k i r i f i c. One f. One f. Okay. I r i r geek. G e e k e r i f i c. Oh jeez. Jesus Christ. Oh no. See, you know, and I spelled we'll it last out. night, and I spelled it right, and now I'm spelling it wrong. G e e k e r i f i c. Lots I'm of e's, lots of i's. I'm just that intimidating. One R one F. I'm telling you, just register <laughs> verballythinking.com and that'll be perfect. I'll be able to spell that. It's available, by the way. I check. Uh, <laughs> For now. Um, like I said, we got forums there. You can comment on the articles. Uh, you can e- If you have any questions for us at all, you can email us after the fact podcast. No, that's not right. <laughs> after the fact at geekerific.com. I don't remember anything and about the show. How are we spelling show. after? A F F T O R. Perfect. Like, I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> so, <laughs> derail. Uh, I you've totally fucking derailed my entire train of thought. Way to so. fuck up the rap, Grant. <laughs> never be invited back. Uh, whatever. Well, you know, I was going to trade by coming back on your show, but you'd actually have to do one. Oh, well. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you very much, Patrick, for being on the show. Yep. <laughs> and we're out. No, sorry. <laughs> Thank you very much, Grant. I appreciate you course, coming man. and joining Anytime. us on the show. Thank and you. actually, uh, the last thing that I want to do before we go out is uh, we'll pimp uh, oh. Leif's website a little bit. Oh, sure. Um, Leif, <laughs> is, Leif is a musician of sorts. He makes, uh, makes beautiful sorts. tunes. <laughs> Hence the freaking out over the MIDI shit in <laughs> LVP2. Um, so first off, uh, why don't you talk about your website a little bit? Let us know what it is. Okay. Well, it's um, my music studio woodland alien music uh the website is woodlandalien.com and uh it's got a blog on there where i uh have, <laughs> haven't actually written on it in too long um but um i'll write you know things about uh gaming music or just music in general and uh, i'll review albums or and then i've got my actual music on there um and it's basically just a uh, chronological order uh uh, catalog or not catalog? You don't buy it, but yeah, you know, it's 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 a blog. Basically, uh, every post is its own uh, piece of music, and 
it's uh, all tagged, so you can just kind of like browse through there and check out cool music. And yeah, you uh, kind of introduced me to Family Tracker through that site. So oh yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. That thing is a lot of fun. Totally. And yeah, uh, I I do like now I kind of do a lot of chip tune stuff um, because it's awesome and I can do it on the bus. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably do it on any smartphone now too if you patch probably, it. Probably. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Probably. Um, yeah, like, uh, but, you know, I also, you know, do uh, chamber music, orchestral stuff, you know, rock arrangements, um, uh, string trios. Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> he arranged something for my wedding. Vaudeville. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's cool stuff. You should check it out. Absolutely. So everybody go check out woodlandalien.com. And uh, unlike our usual uh, outros for the show, this one I'm actually going to play uh one of a tune that uh leif actually emailed me called uh which, what was it it was it, oh, was, it was uh backseat, backseat driver, driver. <laughs> uh it's a it's a chip tune has nothing to do with the song it's just a random title random title but uh <laughs> it's a pretty cool chip tune seems to fit with the theme of the show so i think we'll go ahead and play that enjoy <laughs> 